on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Let's talk. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. morning. Right. Which one of you is going first? Who's going to tell us who's who? Uh, well, I'm Becky, uh, Becky Dobb, and um, I'm a voice actor, a uh, voiceover artist, and I'll be talking a little bit about that later on after the news. And morning on this lovely sunny day. My name's Penny Bryant, and I am from Penny Your Coach, and I work with women. And you're both... Excuse me if I sound a bit weird, but my um, microphone, uh, my, sorry, my headphone connector has gone funny and I'm having to hold on to it so I can <laughs> hear myself talking, which is really, really weird. Um, you, um, you're both locally based. Yes. 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 Moved to Newark two years ago. Yeah. And Becky, you work from home. I work from home. I have a studio at home. Yeah. Penny? Yeah, I work primarily from home. From home. Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, we're going to be talking about all the details in the second hour of the show. We're going to talk about what you used to do and why yep. you stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to tell us very, very quickly. We'll, we'll talk about <clears throat> the what you used to do in the second hour, but what made you think that you would be happier, better off, more comfortable, whatever? What was it that made you make that decision, principally? I think for me it was better work-life balance um having three children um and working full-time wasn't working for me and my fitness had gone to pot so it was um finding something that I really loved doing which I went back to what I really loved doing um and sort of finding that balance again um ultimately for me it was just being my own boss working for myself and doing what I wanted to do and help other people yeah, this was we were talking before you came in about that and I was saying that um, we've had a lot of ladies and gents come on the show and talk about doing a similar sort of thing and at least partly it was a question of wanting to do what you wanted to do for a change and I, I included myself in that that I've worked for various different companies uh, public and private, sec private sector for years and for once I wanted A to have the autonomy to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do how I wanted to do it but also um, it, it was just being free to pick pick and choose basically um, and that's basically what I've been doing and I presume that's what you two are doing to a certain extent now absolutely I think you put everything else first and you put yourself last and you get to a stage in your life where you think actually I want to do something that I love doing as well and um and work like you say work for yourself and, and actually earn your money rather than sort of earn money for somebody yes. else <laughs> um which is definitely where I was at anyway yeah I agree and I think also um doing your own thing and doing really what you were born to do you know I, that's what I do now and I love it and I think not many people can say that they love the work they do absolutely me too and the, uh, I have to admit one of the other things in my case was that I didn't have to get up in the morning if I didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> like that idea <laughs> I mean I, I work some very strange hours you know I, c I can be working very very late at night into the early hours of the morning but if I didn't want to guess if I didn't want to set the alarm for seven o'clock Monday to Friday and and leap out of bed and get in the car and drive to an office I don't have to now yeah I can guess up when I feel like it um I can even work in bed if I want to <laughs> so, <laughs> you work in your pajamas, <laughs> well yes frequently um I mean, that might be something that we cover actually because um I must admit there's been a lot of activity on one of my uh, one of the groups I'm in on Facebook about whether you should, if you work from home, if you work for yourself, whether you should make an effort before you start work and actually uh, put some clothes, well, you know, put 
put some proper clothes on, shall we say, or whether you should put makeup on and all this sort of thing, or whether you just, you know, go with whatever you feel like doing, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll talk about that and various other things, and obviously we'll find out, as I said before, how things have gone, the kind of... um, highlights and lowlights maybe that you've both come across since you decided to strike out and hopefully a few pearls of wisdom for people out there who are in a similar situation and are thinking shall i shan't i is this a good idea is this not a good idea perhaps you can uh, point them in the direction of um whether or not it is shall we say and how they can make it go um, more easily We are going to be talking for the rest of the show to our two guests, Penny Bryant and Becky Dobb, about their micro-businesses. And Rachel is going to perhaps ask them some questions. Oh, should I pick off Yes. 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 So, yeah, we've had had a run of guests who've set up uh, their own businesses and they've done that having made a change from having a a very conventional career. So I suppose I'm interested to know what the... uh, How did you get over the fear factor of how am I going to have regular money coming in? Because that's got to be the most practical consideration, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I think for me, um, transitioning across was really key. Um, getting, you know, Building some client base before you actually give up, you know, your day job and your guaranteed money coming every month. So I think that's a good way to go and that's the way I chose to go. I think for me, I... Um I didn't I started working my voiceover alongside working full time and I realized actually it got to a point that I had to take a leap of faith and and just go for it. Um with voiceover it's slightly harder because you haven't got guaranteed um clients as such because you have to audition for work. So it's a real kind of risk that you're taking but it's it's a good risk because your voice will always match a certain job and I've you know I've been lucky enough to have um quite a few sort of regular things come through and it and it works but it is the biggest thing is just taking a massive leap of faith and just going for it, I think, and not looking back and just thinking what you want as a result of it and how it's going to better your life. So, I mean, I've gone through periods where I've reduced my income through choice um, and I've actually quite enjoyed the challenge of living off less and uh, I've discovered things like White Rose, <laughs> Charity Shop is a great yeah. place. You know. I think you, you actually spend to your means and when you haven't got the money, we, were, we looked and we were wasting money on things perhaps that, thinking about it, we didn't need to buy or, you know, and we yeah. now do menus and we're, we're really structured and it, it just works better because I'm there more, I can spend more time doing that. Um, but if you haven't got it, you don't spend it. And I think you just you just work to, to make it easier. And I, I, I must admit, I enjoy it more, to yes. be honest. And did, did, did either of you have a cushion? I mean, I was lucky. I sort of took the leap of faith, giving up a proper job by taking going down the voluntary redundancy route. Mm. So at least there was something there to fall back on. I've fallen back on it over the years <laughs> and there's not much of it left anymore, I have to admit. Um, but it does help if you, you know, if, the, if there is something like that, doesn't it? Yeah, I, di- I mean, I did. I, I, w- I, f- I kind of finished my job and I had uh, quite a bit of leave afterwards, which was great. So I had that cushion. I also had my husband, who's quite a cushion as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Um, who was there, obviously, to support me and very supportive on me ch- making this change. But he knew it was going to make a, a massive change in, in our lifestyle. And obviously, I was going to be happier and not working all the hours I was working. So um, to have support somebody 
like a partner he's, he's always really good it was good for me it worked for me as well so penny did you have a cushion or were you really brave <laughs> well um, i had a has a husband as well <laughs> um but it's always nice to get your own money coming in isn't it um and you do feel slightly guilty i think when you're living off of them um, i think it's different when you've got children perhaps because you know you're really busy doing that but mine are all grown up now so that wasn't the road i was going down um but yeah i think you're right about a leap of faith um sometimes that has to happen and i guess it depends what kind of business you're in too and whether you can build it you know if it's practical to build it before you um leave it you know leave your full-time work yeah. i also had sort of a part-time um i was doing some sort of telemarketing for a company as well so i had that to run alongside but it was only kind of it's kind of the odd day so it wasn't taking up the, the time away from what i was really focusing on which was my voiceover work so that was another kind of cushion that I had, that I had my own money coming in as well, so... So can I just ask, what, what came first? Did it come, Was it the idea for the business, or was it, oh my goodness, I've got to find something that I'm doing for myself, I can't possibly carry on doing what I'm doing at the moment? What, which way round was it for you? I think for me, working full-time and trying to juggle everything, and actually doing something I didn't enjoy, was making me ill, and, and actually I was so tired, exhausted, and I thought, something needs to change. If it doesn't change, then I'm going to... I'm going to be stuck on this this hamster yeah. wheel and not get off it. So it was more the fact that I knew knew I needed to make a dramatic change to make my lifestyle better. Um, and it, then sort of the idea thought went back to my what I, what I studied at a university first. So that's kind of where I came back. What do I love doing? But yeah, it was definitely the case. I had to stop what I was doing, yeah. otherwise I was going to make I was going to make myself really ill. What about you, Penny? Yeah, I mean, I was in jobs where I was not very happy and knew that something to needed to change, but it took a little while um, for something to come along, and the coaching did come along. I, had, I went to a free coaching weekend and just fell in love with it and just knew, yes, this is what I want to do. And then I was able to then make the plans to, to you know, go across from being with somebody full-time and um, doing my own thing, which was great. So we're going to hear a little bit about the highs and the lows so far um, and uh, before that June I think we're going to have a song. Before that yes I think we'll hear from Belinda Carlisle. I'll just be back with our guests Becky and Penny talking about their businesses which they've set up on their own. Um, so we've heard already uh, what motivated them to make the change. What have been the highs and the lows? Penny do you want to kick us off? Um, I think initially when I'm, I trained to be a coach, um, I was quite naive and didn't understand actually there's an awful lot of work to be done to go out there and get the clients. So um, getting that kind of information was, was key. Um, I think the lows also is um, you are quite isolated when you work on your own and you work from home. So that was um, something that I struggled with too. And the highs are seeing the difference that I make in women's lives, seeing the transformation is amazing. Um, and one lady I coached was um, had such a good experience that she actually went on to be a life coach herself. So that was really great as well. Oh, brilliant. That's lovely. Um, I think the highs for me are definitely um, being able to express myself. I've always been creative and actually going back to what I love, which is performing, um, is definitely a high for me. Um, and just knowing, like I said off air, there's there's so much work available for um, sort of regional accents. And because I haven't got kind of a set accent, I'm a mix between Essex and, and kind of Newark, Northern. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it, it's been very good for me. Um, the lows are definitely, like you say, feeling isolated because you are working on your own. So it's a point that you have to get out there uh, in between working. Um, 
and also it, it's having to manage your business as well it's chasing invoices it's, it's all the paperwork side of things which i find a bit ugh, not having to do that again but that that's tough because you're working solely for yourself so you're chasing all of the all of the invoicing and and, and everything else like that but um yeah, but I'd say the, the highs definitely outweigh the lows. And we had Kerry Saxby in from Newark Business Club, um, was it last week? Yes, yes, it was. Yes, yes. It was. So are, you, are either of you involved with Newark Business Club at all? Is that, uh, I was just thinking about, you know, networking i haven't started networking as such yet i know um there's a there's a page on facebook which is the young business young professionals yeah um and i've kind of linked in with that and i want to get involved with that more um sadly every time they've met it's been a difficult time so i definitely am looking to sort of do a bit more of that so potentially no business can be something i'll do um because i'm sure there's lots of companies out there that could require even just for an uh, internal voice recording for yeah. their phone systems i mean that's something i offer so um it's definite sort of path yeah. i want to to explore really and i was thinking also just about the um the bit about feeling isolated alone and what kerry was describing they've got an awful lot of people yeah who are women who've started their own Brilliant. business who are now joining new York business club so the profile of that organization is changing so that gives a sense of community and opportunity for people to help you yeah absolutely um, with stuff if you're feeling a bit lonely <laughs> in your studio <laughs> my worth looking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> talking to myself yeah. for, for me i joined um wire um which is a great support it's women in business and then i also um belong to win which is also women in newark which is a business group and it's just really supportive because you're amongst you're un, you're amongst your own kind you know they understand and you get help and support and you learn some amazing stuff as well so i would definitely recommend if you're feeling isolated to go for it and join um, any kind of networking, but certainly for me, it, want, it needed to be women's networking groups. Interesting. And you get invited out for a coffee occasionally, don't we you? We do. Yes. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> well, lovely to be back with our guests, Becky and Penny, talking about their businesses which they've set up on their own. Um, so we've heard already uh, what motivated them to make the change. What have been the highs and the lows? Penny, do you want to kick us off? Um, I think initially when I'm, I trained to be a coach, um, I was quite naive and didn't understand actually there's an awful lot of work to be done to go out there and get the clients. So um, getting that kind of information was, was key. Um, I think the lows also is um, you are quite isolated when you work on your own and you work from home. So that was um, something that I struggled with too. And the highs are seeing the difference that I make in women's lives, seeing the transformation is amazing. Um, and one lady I coached was um, had such a good experience that she actually went on to be a life coach herself. So that was really great as well. Oh, brilliant. That's lovely. Um, I think the highs for me are definitely um, being able to express myself. I've always been creative and actually going back to what I love, which is performing, um, is definitely a high for me. Um, and just knowing, like I said off air, there's there's so much work available for um, sort of regional accents. And because I haven't got kind of a set accent, I'm a mix between Essex and, and kind of Newark, Northern. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it, it's been very good for me. Um, the lows are definitely, like you say, feeling isolated because you are working on your own. So it's a point that you have to get out there uh, in between working. Um, and also it, it's having to manage your business as well. It's chasing invoices. It's, it's all the paperwork side of things, which I find a bit, ugh, not having to do that again. But that, that's tough because you're working solely for yourself. So you're chasing all of the, all of the invoicing and, and, and everything else like that. But um, yeah, but I, I'd say the, the highs definitely outweigh the lows. And we had Kerry Saxby in from Newark Business Club. Um, was it last week? 
Yes, yes, it was. So are, you, are either of you involved with New York Business Club at all? Is that, uh, I was just thinking about, you know, networking i haven't started networking as such yet i know um there's a there's a page on facebook which is the young business young professionals yeah um and i've kind of linked in with that and i want to get involved with that more um sadly every time they've met it's been a difficult time so i definitely am looking to sort of do a bit more of that so potentially no business can be something i'll do um because i'm sure there's lots of companies out there that could require even just for an uh, internal voice recording for yeah. their phone systems i mean that's something i offer so um, it's definite sort of path yeah. I want to, to explore really. And I was thinking also just about the um, the bit about feeling isolated alone and what Kerry was describing they've got an awful lot of people yeah. who are women who've started their own Brilliant. business who are now joining New York Business Club so the profile of that organisation is changing so that gives a sense of community and opportunity for people to help you yeah, absolutely. Um, with stuff. If you're feeling a bit lonely. <laughs> <laughs> in your studio. Well, worth looking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Talking to myself. Yeah. For, for me, I joined um, WIRE, um, which is a great support. It's women in business. And then I also um, belong to WIN, which is also women in Newark, which is a business group. And it's just really supportive because you're amongst... You're, un- you're amongst your own kind. You know, they understand and you get help and support. And you learn some amazing stuff as well. So I would definitely recommend, if you're feeling isolated, to go for it. And join um, any kind of networking, but certainly for me, it, want, it needed to be women's networking groups. Interesting. And you get invited out for a coffee occasionally, don't we you? We do. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> to write. <laughs> wet, wet, wet there, of course, and sweet little mystery. And we're exploring the sweet little mystery. Sorry about this. <laughs> we are exploring the sweet little mystery of setting up your own business. The ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, um, and... Uh, whys and wherefores and all that sort of thing and rachel is talking to penny and becky all about their own experiences so yeah i mean how do you get your clients how, how much does social media pay a part in that well, that's worked quite well because i have a facebook page um so my business is called you're the voice um, and i set up a facebook page to, initially to start with because i'm not very technical and websites and that aren't great for me but now i have a website um and from that, I have got business from that, which has been great. Um, but I'm, I'm a join this. Um, it's like a, a you buy into it, and it sends you auditions. It's called Voice One Two Three. And from that, you get sent auditions that match your voice. It will kind of filter down as to your voice type, what voices you can do, whether you can do accents, whether you can do um, sort of um, what styles of work you can do, what genres. Um, and it filters it down. It will send you auditions for those types of jobs, which is kind of where the bulk of mine come from. Um, another one is Star Now, which sends you auditions through for voice act, voice acting work, voiceover work as well. So, it, for me, it's it's kind of joining different sort of. Um, I guess it's a bit like LinkedIn for voiceovers. Yeah. Um, to sort of community, you pay a fee, but they send you the auditions through that, and that's where I get the bulk of my work from. To be honest. Yeah, for me, it is social media, and it's just um, getting yourself out there and showing, you know, your presence, who who you are, because people obviously want to engage with people that they like. So it's just showing up, really, and showing them what you're about, what you, what your personality is like, and if people like you, then they'll follow that up. And also um, personal recommendations. People have had, obviously, good experiences, and they talk to other people and share that. I mean, as women, we're really good at sharing that kind of information, saying, you know, you really need to go and speak to this person to get some help. Um, so, yeah, social media, as I say, um, have a website as well, and personal recommendations. 
Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things that you say about women operate. We had Paula Drakeford in here a few weeks ago. She's a yoga teacher. And um, she, on Friday morning in my garden, she was doing a private yoga lesson for me. I was paying her. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's yeah, that thing, it isn't is. it, about being able to build that broader network. Um, and of course, one of the things about working for yourself is you get the opportunity to spend your time doing other things, um, be it mentoring or even going into schools, Becky. Yes, <laughs> yes that's, that's always a challenge in itself. Um, yes, they, they um, did an aspirations week and uh, my youngest son, Toby, is at Holy Trinity School and they wanted parents to go in and um, talk about their jobs, which I gladly did. Um, but it was more of a, a buzz, really, because then I got questions. Any questions afterwards, which was probably the biggest mistake I made, because they wanted me to do um, a number of different accents. Um, so I was going from Irish to Scottish to to um, Yorkshire, um, American. Um, so you really put on the spot, but it's, um, it's really good fun. Um, and they loved it. So if they took that away from it, um, brilliant. And I bet you are the only parent that anybody's come across in that school that is a voice actor i think so yeah i mean they were really excited they were that excited to have me i think i did every single class in the school which was which was very flattering oh, yeah i think lovely. i spent a couple of days and, and got um a free school dinner which was fantastic two free school dinners which is wonderful <laughs> and um yeah it, I, it was it was really good fun and the kids were really really responsive and i think it, it was good to see because it's something that you perhaps at that age, I know I didn't think of doing. Mm. Um, and when you start thinking of all the different jobs that you can get from being a voice actor, whether it be a cartoon, it be gaming now, websites, um, when you go to Asda or any other supermarkets, you hear cashier number one. That's all a, all a voiceover <laughs> artist, you know, it's all that, all that kind of, uh, all those different things that perhaps you hadn't been aware of before, but yeah. you made them aware of. So uh, yeah, it was, it was rewarding doing it, it was good fun. And Penny, um, we probably understand what a voice actor is quite well after that from um, Becky. For the people, I mean, I know, what a, I know what a life coach is, but maybe from our listeners um, who might be wondering what you cover, could you just explain? Well, I guess I would liken it to um, you having a conversation with your best friend, perhaps on a subject, you know, that you're not sure about or something that you're concerned about or some goals that you want to set. But the difference with coaching is it takes it a stage further, further because it actually makes you set goals, makes you take the steps that you need to take, um, be accountable. And we explore also um, like um, limiting beliefs and what things are holding you back. So it, it, it is a conversation, but as I say, like what you would have with a best friend, but it, it's much more than that. And how much um, do you do, do you stray into the personal life of an individual? I, mean, I presume you're led by the client, but I've always thought about um, um, life coaching uh, more in the career sense, but from what you're describing, that's sort of best friend. Um, do you also help people with personal problems yeah whatever the um, client wants to discuss because they're really in control it's their time and they decide what they want to talk about um, definitely um, I, I also do a lot of work around like um, personal values I think people it's important for women to understand what they are and why they're operating the way that they need to operate and also the relationship with themselves that is key if that's a strong foundation relationship you have with yourself then everything that you want to do in life is 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 much more easier so we do cover those areas too definitely i think i need to book in <laughs> <laughs> becky and i it's up there going, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> yeah and no, i mean it's really interesting i mean i'll never forget being on a train in the um 80s early 80s 
and there was a young chap from Stanford University in America on there and I've always been quite chatty so I got chatting to him and um, in this long conversation came the sentence and of course then you know when I see my therapist on a Tuesday <laughs> and I sort of went sorry and stopped him <laughs> It's weird when I see when I my therapist the day is a Tuesday and then carried on and I said no no so, so you have a therapist and he was like yes because I have a therapist we all have therapists <laughs> and and I was like how can you have a therapist and he was saying um, so a very long story here um, that you know it's that thing of having a best friend and you're away at university and it's a very I, I saw it as a very American thing but mm. but it's I can see its value and it seems to become much more mainstream outside uh, of the mental health side. Yes, I mean, for me, I always valued female relation, you know, friendships. When my children were young, they were the pe- they were the women my go-to who supported me and it's kind of just built, coaching has just built up from that because we're really good at sharing information, like I said to you before. And it's just sort of giving someone another viewpoint and maybe giving them some tools that are going to help them. Um, so, I, yeah, it's very powerful and it does have an amazing impact. And more and more people are beginning to um, to get it now. I think a lot of people don't get it still. Mm. Hopefully, what how I've explained it now, people have a better understanding of what it's all about. Well, I do. And you, you also do workshops for groups of women, you said. What do you, what do you feel <coughs> the benefit is for, for women attending those? Well, that's something I'm going to be launching in September. I'm going to be doing a boot camp. Um, and it's Time and Energy Secrets for Women. And... Um, I think women coming together um, is quite powerful. I mean, I've been doing one-to-one coaching, but I want to reach more women, so this is how I'm going to do it. Um, they're really good feeding off one another and supporting one another and sharing information. Um, so, yeah, that's why I think it would be good to, to, to work with women, and that's what I plan to do in September. Fantastic. So we're welcome back uh, with our guests, Penny and Becky, talking about their businesses and uh, that they've set up relatively recently in the last couple of years. Um, so really interested to know how you actually got started. What were the things that you had to do uh, to, to get your business up and running? Well, for me, um, I studied performance at university. So my degree is, I've got a BA in media performance. So um, the programme works there. Um, but to sort of focus particularly on voiceover, I went to London um, and met a, and trained with a voiceover chap called Gary Terza, who um, does a lot of voiceovers for Channel 4, um, and he's got quite a portfolio of work. Um, just went into a studio, he gave me some um, sort of dummy scripts to practice, and then he recorded and set me up on Voice 123, which is what I'm a sort of member of now, where I get on my audition sent and sort of gave me advice and also gave me support for the year after um, so I could record all my work. So I used the programme Audacity um, to record all my work from. He also um, sort of showed me what equipment I needed to run my studio from home. Um, and then I was kind of free to run on my own, but I could pick up a phone or send an email to Gary um, if I had any questions about what I'm doing right or what I'm doing wrong. And also the, the hardest thing is pricing different jobs because it's priced on um, number of words in the script um, or how long the script will take to record. So each um, quote is very different because you get you don't wouldn't quote a commercial, which I've recently done the same price as you would perhaps uh, an internal voice recording for a company. Um, so he was really helpful and really supportive um, through through all of that. Really, there was a there was a cost. I can't remember off the top of my head what the cost was, but he's he's got a website. It's Gary Turzer. If anybody listening is interested in looking into going into that line of work, 
do you have to look after your voice? That's just something you can do. Yeah, there? absolutely. There's certain things you should and shouldn't do. Um, they don't advise drinking a lot of caffeine, alcohol, sadly. Dairy, smoking. No, thankfully I don't smoke. Um, dairy as well can make your voice very cluggy. So um, lots of water, keeping yourself fit as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And Penny? So I had my HR degree and then I um, trained with the Coaching Academy and I'm now an, an accredited um, coach. So... Um, and is that an expensive process to go through to become accredited? Yes, it, it is. It, yes, it's... Um, yeah, they, you, you have a lot of work to do and obviously a lot of assessing um, to get your qualification. But when I'd done that, as I said, I, I had no idea then actually how to even set up the business. So um, I did actually go to, I think it's MBV. Um, I got some mentoring and, um, you know, got learnt about how actually to set up and run a business because I had this thing that I wanted to do, but I didn't really know yeah. even how to do it. So that was... That's really important, and I, um, and since then I've actually worked with women who have mentoring in coaching, but end up being a little bit like um, in overwhelm because there's so much to do that they're like a bit like a rabbit in the headlights and not knowing where to go. So I would help them, you know, find that down and start being accountable and actually taking action instead of just being stuck in overwhelm and doing nothing at all. Brilliant. So if uh, you've got your workshops coming up, yep. Penny, and also if people want to get in touch with you, do you want to tell us a little bit about your workshops and then yep. how they can get in touch if they're interested in having coaching? Okay, so um, I'm launching my first um, boot camp, um, 21st of September, and it's going to be 10 till 3. Um, we're going to be um, looking at um, your values and what drives you and are they in line with the things that you do, um, why it's important to have time on your own, time for you. Um, recognizing when you're in overwhelm and I'm also going to be giving out a first aid for overwhelm what you need to do when you are in overwhelm um, and if we've got time I'm going to also look at female soft power types which is quite an interesting area to look at and um, you can find me just by searching Penny Your Coach I've got a website I'm on social media and I also currently am advertising with Use Locally so um, there's lots of avenues that people can find me Sounds really interesting. And for you, Becky? I'm, I have a Facebook page. Um, it's You're The Voice. Um, I also have a website and it's um, under www.yourthevoice.co.uk as well. Um, and I'm happy to sort of answer any queries, any advice, or if you want a quote or anything for something that you might be thinking of doing in your business, I'm, I'm there to speak to. So, yeah. And have you got any um, exciting or unusual or different jobs on the horizon. horizon i've recently done one in brazil which was really tough actually because it was all medical terms <laughs> so that was a real toughie and i had to re-record that about three or four times um but again i've got a few auditions out there i'm just waiting to hear so hopefully i'll get a few back coming up fantastic new one there from Duolipa and that is taking us almost to the top of the hour when we hand over to craig for his sunday lunch time show Ladies, what are we all doing when we leave the studio? Uh, taking advantage of the sunshine, perhaps? You've got to get out there and enjoy it, haven't you? Get those rays. There, there will be a bit of football, obviously, because England's playing. <laughs> and um, a few glasses of rosé for me, and then a barbecue, so... That's pretty much the same as we've got a house full of, When I leave here, there'll be a house full of people waiting for me, hopefully, uh, with the telly on ready for the football. Um, yeah, the pims, I think, this afternoon, the sunshine, the barbecue. Yeah, I need to. I need to get in the garden because my wedge, my wedge patch, my veg patch, <laughs> my veg patch needs weeding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, Becky's now. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I think I will have to. Uh, Oh, I don't know, it's, it's a difficult one. I want to be out in the sunshine, but I want to be watching England, so if anybody has a solution to that, please <laughs> the let me know. The door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think I will probably be sitting in, because um, I didn't mention, I did mention briefly at the beginning of the show and then didn't uh, actually explain. Last night I was at a pike night um, and I will be doing the uh, post-fight PR and whatever, and putting out the press release and the websites, just very quickly to say well done to everybody at Newark Amateur Boxing Club who put on last night's show, particularly Megan who got fight of the night um, and everybody else who fought, that was fantastic, so that's going to be my afternoon. Um, looking further ahead of course, we've got next Sunday, so next Sunday it will be me again uh, as usual uh, we will also have Rosalind Palmer in the studio Rosalind will be joining me and she will be talking to her guest who is Sarah McNichol so we've got another well-being slot coming up next Sunday um, Rachel you're going to have the Sunday off I think Yes, I'm going to have the Sunday off, I think. Uh, Fred's in uh, Giving Up the Guilt, remember, Claypole next week, uh, uh, and must come on Wednesday. So I think after doing the prompting and a little after-show party, I might have a lie-in. <laughs> and why not? So, that's all to come. As I say, right now, we're about to hand over to Craig for Sunday lunch. And then, of course, lots of other shows throughout the rest of the day. Off the top of my head and getting them possibly in the wrong order, we've got... Um, We've got Doug coming in. We've got Country with um, somebody who's... Ne oh, dear, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I should have brought it up on the computer before I started, shouldn't I? But we've got the Country show as well. We've got all sorts of, of um, good music throughout the rest of the day here on Radio Newark. And I do promise that next week I will actually have the schedule in front of me so I can tell you exactly what's happening. And, of course, then we go back to normal for all our weekday shows starting tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock with Breakfast with Matt and Vicky. So I will see you next week, or I, you will hear me next week, more to the point. Rachel will be back a week on Sunday. And, as I say, Rosalind will be here for this um, next weekend show. Becky and... Um, Penny, thank you very much indeed for coming in. Enjoy the rest of your day, thank football you. or not. <laughs> and uh, we will, I'm sure, meet again, either in the studio or probably, more likely, over coffee. We